Looking to transform your family game nights? At Perfectly Picked Games, we specialize in family games that bring everyone closer. Our games aren't just fun. Kids and teens will learn how to take turns, develop basic strategy skills, and understand the thrill of winning and grace of losing. With our exclusive gift of games, you can give months of gaming excitement to your family. Choose a three-month or six-month gift, and we'll deliver hand-picked family games to your doorstep every month. And here's the best part. Right now, you can use the promo code GOLDENMOJO and receive 20% off your selected plan. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Use promo code GOLDENMOJO and save 20% today at Perfectly Picked Games. Hello, all you paranormal freaks. It's the last Saturday of the month, and you know what that means. The veil is at its thinnest. So if you're brave enough, all of you hitchers and drifters, load up for a ride with Golden Jade and Logan as they traverse to the other side. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, hanging out with his co-host and future ghost, just Logan. That sounded way better than uh, than the intro for um, uh, you know the rocker chick episode. <laughs> Listen, man, it's it's different than just chiming in as the second thing. When you know it's all on your shoulders, it's easy to fuck up. <laughs> and to be and to be fair, my normal intro for two sop is long winded. You know, it's like welcome back, all you hitchers and drifters, to United States of Paranormal podcast, your weekly road trip through all things cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. I can do it when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> when it's not me queuing it up, I can do it just fine. But when right? I sit down to start the show, I'm just like, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> no, nah, man. I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but uh, I loved it. I love that. Uh, I, I just thought it turned out really well. I can't wait to do more. And I, I lose sleep over being so anxious of getting to be interviewed by Frankie. I'm just ready for it. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, school him and, and uh, what he needs to ask you about. So it'll be great. Uh, just throw whatever he wants at me. It's fine. <laughs> Better uh, ask me about my last meal though. Cause I've got it. I've got it down. Okay. I'll make sure that that's on the list. You gotta have the last meal. So the next one is with me. So you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get me and Logan like the next three other sides. So uh, hope fair. you enjoy us. <laughs> and if not, email us and tell us why not. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we love emails. Absolutely, it'd be great if I got some. But, you know, <laughs> just because all goes to the normal. Two sop. Nobody what? wants to write Logan. Everybody wants to talk to J Dub. Yep. Everyone wants to talk to J Dub. Well, you know, she's uh she's very um personable and uh easy to relate to. Yep, she is uh she is the the bubbles of the Powerpuff girls that is the main cast of Two Sop. <laughs> And then you got you got Golden Jay's the leader, he's Blossom, and then you got the rocker chick who's more kind of quiet and uh, like stop with the potty humor. And she's butter, she's butter, buttercup. Yeah, um, she might be completely over the potty humor. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, maybe we ought to stop with the potty humor a little bit. 
It is you are what you are. Well, Just like to quote Popeye, I am what I am. Man, you don't get much Popeye anymore. Well, that's probably because he was pretty insensitive back in the day. They don't they have to revamp him somehow. Oh, I'm telling people you. People tear down all the old cartoons. Man, I'll tell you what. Well, I was at my parents' this weekend with uh, my sister and Jeremy and not this Jeremy, little Jeremy. Little Jay. And we're sitting here talking and I'm like, uh, I bring up like talking about media. And I was like, man, there's this cartoon VHS that we used to watch as a kid. And I was like, there's this one that was almost like claymated that was on this VHS tape full of a bunch of cartoons. There were some Casper cartoons and stuff all on there. There's this one on there that was unlike all the rest. It wasn't drawn. It was like kind of claymated. And I was like, all I can remember is that there was a scarecrow, a crow, and uh, this little African-American boy that had a pie. And the scarecrow and the crow wanted the pie, so they did the old, like, give us that pie. And they were saying stuff like, boy, and stuff like that. And you're like, uh. <laughs> I'm watching it as an adult. We pull it up. And uh, first of all, it, it is very much like, the racially charged style of because this thing was made in like the fucking 40s i looked up the fucking age of the video and it was like this cartoon was made in the 40s i'm like holy shit right and uh they swapped the sign around because the boy was bringing it to the church's deacon's house the pie they swapped the sign around like no boy it's this way and it he swapped the sign with the haunted house sign (laughs) so all three of them end up in this fucking haunted house with this ghost terrorizing them and i'm just watching it and it was who it was rough. I was like, oh man, we watched a racist ass cartoon when we were little kids. It was it was horrible. It, it's funny to actually go back and you know being a host on uh, the Golden Eighties podcast and going back and looking at some of the shows from you know the late seventies and early eighties that would not fly today whatsoever. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to try to pull up this video or the thing. So I, in, I think all in the family is one of those that it would just really stand out to me of, of just not a show. That, it's a show that would be just attacked, you know, and I'm surprised yeah. it hasn't been at this point, uh, seeing as how the general Lee can't have the Confederate flag on it now or some shit like that. And all these states. Yeah. They pulled, it. they pulled all the merchandise for that. And then, uh, what was it? Boba Fett's ship. They took, uh, they took, they, they, it used to be called the slave one. And they're like, no, no, we can't do that anymore. And it was like, uh, two years ago, they scrubbed all that. And now it just says Boba Fett ship. Really? Yeah. But that cartoon, that cartoon I'm talking about was called Jasper in the haunted house. And it, like I said, as a kid, the only thing I thought of it was, uh, it was creepy. Right. It was made in 1942, and uh, like I said, it's uh, I'll send it to you later so okay. you can check it out. But it's uh, it's bonkers, man. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta. After we're done here, I gotta go and uh, finish this documentary for our next Golden Eighties episode. Um, it won't actually be our next one. We're doing a double. We're doing a double with the Call Guys. So part one will be the Call Guys on Monday. And then part two will be on Golden 80s on Thursday. And we're covering the movie They Live, which nice. is the one that, uh, you know, Colton and then Jordan and Jake always talk about. And then Colton didn't go to movie theaters and watch when he had the chance. <laughs> well, you know, 
You know how he is. Can't get him out of the house. Shameful. You guys see you guys doing team up with the call guys. When are you going to have me on? We can do an episode about He-Man. Well, we can do that. All we got to do is uh, actually Frankie um, uh, email Frankie at the golden image 80s and uh, tell him you need to be. Uh, to I got to book his myself. Yeah. I see how it is. I can't even just message Frankie more. I got to email him. Well, you can message. Go into his head. It's going to his head. Yeah, he's but he's got a couple more guests coming up. He, he uh, um, I uh, mm, I want to tell you, but I don't. I can't remember. Um, yeah. um, it's a good one. It is a it is a real good one. Somebody he knows that had worked on a film project back in the eighties, nice. and. Uh, let me see if I can find it here real quick because I'm just kind of browsing. Um, I will send him a text and say we need to book Logan. Hit me up later. I might be able to remember. Or I don't know. If, yeah, I told you back in the day when we were with Tusop and we did that. Uh, we went and hosted that uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space showing yeah. and everything. And we met the guy that worked on that. That was in the 80s. Maybe and He's local. Maybe we could score him for you guys and talk to him. Right on. Um, uh, AC McRae worked on the Toxic Avenger movie. Oh, I hate Tromo movies. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, I'm looking forward to meeting him. He's, you know, he's worked with uh, Frankie, um, uh, as you know, in the wrestling world and, and all that. So, uh, yeah, he worked for Tromo Films. Yeah, that's great. Knowledge great toy line for that movie it's just the director tromo himself is just a pile of dookie but it's whatever <laughs> i'm texting frankie right now this is great podcasting oh it'll be all right <laughs> was it since i think since we last talked i've been to the tcg con in houston uh my uh my my lifelong companion, the Volkswagen Jetta, finally ate shit. What? Yeah, she went down. Her transmission went. And after two years of spending a copious amount of money on her, seemingly at the same time every fucking year, it's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, it's time to file taxes. And right as taxes are going through, the car's like, <clears throat> and I'm like, God, damn it. I need to make, I need to make over. I need to make yeah. over. Yeah, because what was it? Uh, last year was I had to change out a bunch of pulleys and get some, a bunch of like the, technological crap changed out and the year before that my ignition locked up so they had to pull that put in a new ignition give me a new key no oh, like man. i couldn't so i was just like i can't i can't spend over 5k on this car third year in the row right but i mean i had that car since 2011 yeah so, you, you had now, it when you were so, up here so yeah so yeah. and it's it's made multiple trips to indiana and back it's yep but yeah so friday uh we're going to get a pick up our new vehicle. I got a Ford edge that this lady out in Louisiana just like went out of like above and beyond and hooked me up with it. So it's 2024. Wow. Uh, hey man, I, like I said, I was talking to people here in, uh, in Beaumont and they were talking about interest rates of like 17 and 18. And then I talked to this lady in Louisiana, the lady that sold my mom or Bronco. And she was like, listen, what about, I've got this demo of a 2024 edge. It's kind of what you're looking for. Uh, it has a couple miles on it because we've driven it around to show people. 
we can get it to you at 2.3 interest rate. And I was like, yeah, you fucking had me right there. Let's yeah. fucking, <laughs> let's fucking do this. Where do so, I sign? Yeah. So Friday, I'm going to go get that. This nice. is the first new car I've ever picked out because the, my mom and my, my ex picked out the Jetta. Cause that wasn't a car that was for me. Right. So this is the first brand new car I've ever done. So welcome to the world of car payments again. Oh yeah. They're lovely. I, I got a couple of those myself right now that I, I, I look forward to every month, but. Oh yeah. But Hey, the Jetta hasn't air conditioning hasn't worked since I lived in Indiana. <laughs> so I'll fucking, <laughs> there's, there's two kids that will absolutely love it. Um, so, uh, we went with Scotty T and his wife, Beth, yeah, I heard uh, his big new truck. Oh called, my god! Uh, image, yeah. I heard about it. We rode in the in the yeah in the new truck. I mean, you talk about bells and whistles and holy shit, the bed. Um, I, I will never ever in my life be more grateful for heated seats than I was coming out of that Comets game. No shit. I think me and you had the exact same experience on the same weekend because, like I said, I was hanging out with the family. And we pull up to my mom's house and my sister drives their family everywhere in her little maroon car. Uh-huh. And I, we're pulling up and I see a truck out there and I was like, that's weird. Jeremy never drives. And I was like, I'm pull up next to it. And I was like, I look at Kayla and I was like, that's not his normal truck, is it? Cause it's like, it's bigger. There's bigger knobby tires and shit. And she's like, no, I go inside. And I was like, who's the fuck's this truck? And Brittany's like, Oh, Jeremy got his dream truck. <laughs> and I was like, well, that explains why he's driving and not you. And, uh, we go to Walmart to pick up some, chicken wings to make because my dad and me wanted chicken wings so we i went and bought like fucking 10 pounds of raw chicken wings and a bunch of hooters mix and stuff right right i'm sitting in his back seat and i'm cold and i push a button and it just heats my ass and i'm like god <laughs> god damn i was like this is what it's like to live on the upper crust huh <laughs> that is exactly what it's like living on the upper crust oh the, man it's oh. fancy yeah, well, you know, uh, you know how Indiana cold is, and I'm gonna yeah, tell you, exactly. I walked across that parking lot because because so fucking big, we had to park in the back, and I crawled oh, yeah. in there, and the first thing I did was hit that fucking button, and just yeah. turn it on high, and just sat there and waited. Yeah, just takes a couple heat minutes. up the huevos and the rancheros. <laughs> I want to know what it's like in the fucking summer though, because it does the cooling too. So like, you can get up in there with swamp ass and just hit it with the cold. The Ooh. Apparently the back seats won't cool, but the front seats will. So, ah, damn, that's okay. I don't know how much riding around in that truck I'll do, but uh, I was grateful for. Uh, I was grateful because you know normally I'm the I'm the driver. So yeah, we went out to that Granite City before going to the going to the hockey game, and you know I got a chance to try one of their uh, one of their beers, and because normally I won't drink while if I'm driving, especially in Fort Wayne. And so, yeah, I, I was extremely grateful for all that. Got a chance to drink and just kind of relax and have fun. And, and, uh, you know, there ain't nothing like a Comets hockey game. So, yeah. Well, was Brianna wearing an Oilers jersey at a Comets game? No, no. I swear I saw an Oilers you, patch you right there. You did. Okay. Uh, the new Comets jerseys, uh, because she, uh, she has jumped headfirst into being a hockey fan. Um, okay. Matter of fact, uh, she, I mean, she's going to Comets games all the time, which is, you know, realistic because she lives in, in Fort Wayne. So it's, you know, it's a hop, yeah. skip and a jump. Um, and she's the one that got all our tickets for us, you know, because I was talking to her about it, uh, you know, back in December. And I was like, I'll, I'd love to go to a Comets game with you. And she calls me the next day and says, OK, here's the dates. So I got to pick a date and that's the game we went to. But she is in full Comets, you know, 
garb. So she's got the full jersey and the whole back of this thing is autographed from the players and stuff that she's got to meet and shit like that. But they're a farm team of the uh, uh, Edmonton Oilers. So they have their patch on the shoulder. So that's why you saw an Oilers patch on there. Yeah, I forget that the, the the whale shit hockey. They always are like uh, they got big brothers in like the bigger leagues. Yeah. That and I that think they're, they're even. I think they're even a tier below the direct farm team. So, um, yeah. I they they told me what team was above them, but is in the IHHA or whatever it is. But I've got an Oilers jersey buried somewhere here that I found at a thrift store. I have a full blown. This thing is beautiful. Colorado Avalanche Joe Sackick number 19 jersey and I nice. love this jersey and uh, um, I think Bobby bought it for me years and years ago and uh, you know I wore it to United Center when I saw the abs play the Blackhawks and you know for just odds and I was gonna wear it over there but I found my old Comet shirt and everybody was like you need to wear Comets and I'm like all right we can do that I almost shit a brick once because I never eat at Whataburger, but one night is like 12 o'clock at night with my buddies to the one in Orange years and years ago. And it's Southeast Texas. There's no hockey. There was a minor, like a fucking whale shit hockey team here that lasted for a couple of years and closed down. Uh, I walk into this Whataburger and sure as shit on the wall in a frame is a signed Wayne Gretzky fucking jersey on the wall. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is the great one doing here? And I'm sitting here looking at it. And the guy behind the counter is like, you know hockey? And I was like, where the, f- why is this? <laughs> and he was like, I like hockey. And I was like, clearly that had to be expensive as shit. And he was like, it was, that's why it's framed. He's like, that's bulletproof glass. And I was like, all right, you don't have to worry about it. nobody stealing it here. Nobody the fuck knows who yeah. Wayne Gretzky is in Southeast Texas. But um, Yeah, I mean. Wayne Gretzky is the ultimate, uh, the hockey players from the early, you know, from way back. Um, yeah. He, he played for the Kings, but didn't he change? Didn't he jump ship at one time and go someplace else for like two seasons or something like that? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. He, he actually jumped teams. Like I think three times in his career. Yeah. And I think people, I, the only thing that really comes to mind for me is the Kings. Yeah. I can't remember the other. I think he was he an oiler at one time. I'd have to go back and look that up, but I know there is, I'm a Bruins fan and at the Kroger in Beaumont, there is somebody that has a truck out there that works there. Cause it's always there fucking Bruins stickers all over this fucking car, Really, this truck. And I just, I was like, I was, I was like, how do I meet this person? Yeah. Cause I go in there and be like, who drives that truck? And I was cause, cause that's weird first and foremost for a hockey fan in general, but for the fact that they're also a Bruins fan, right. just chilling here and they got a bunch of like Boston strong stickers all over their car and i'm like what the fuck are you doing here working at a kroger's that's how that's how uh me and phil met is uh you know at the campground he had the uh big cooler with the kansas city logo on it you know all the stickers on his truck and uh you know he just hunted me down one day because he saw that we were sporting the kc flag on the golf cart and uh yeah, he just had to come find me, and within now look at us. We like fucking do podcasts and go to Kansas City together and all that shit. Nice. Uh, speaking of Kansas City, what a horrific thing that happened uh, during oh, the parade. See, I don't, I don't watch news. So the first I heard of that was on the Golden Image podcast. Oh, really? when I listened to it. Yeah, because I don't watch. I don't. I legitimately, when I say I don't watch news or pay attention to news, it's not me just like being like, ugh. I legitimately don't. Right. 
So unless somebody fucking shakes me down as like, hey, this happened or this happened, I got no clue. Now, if like a new comic book drops or movie trailer, Logan's fingers are on the pulse. He knows. But news is just <laughs> news is just misery that I just cut out of my life a long time ago. Like I wouldn't even during hurricane season, somebody has to like be like, yo, dog, we got a hurricane that might hit us next week. I'm like, oh, no shit. OK. <laughs> All right. No, no. Uh, and, you know for me it was i had uh, phil had sent me the link to watch the parade and i watched part of the parade and then i watched uh um you know the speeches that the that the coaches and the owners and all that shit made and i shut it off and and i i was uh you know i had it on i had it on my phone at work i wasn't necessarily watching it it was just on i was listening to it there because there wasn't anything to watch you just was listening to it and uh um, I shut it off cause it, you know, and I drove home and I had actually sat down here and was, uh, fiddling with some stuff and an email came across from Shana and, uh, she's like, Hey, I don't know if you guys went to the parade, but if you did, I hope you're safe. And yeah. I was like, what, what? And so I flipped it on and you started watching it. And then of course uh, I get a text from Larissa uh, kind of updating me a little bit. Um, you know, she's like, I don't know if you know, but you know, cause she works in a hospital. We just got a mass casualty over the overhead. Um, it sounds like there were shootings down at the, down at the parade. And, and so it was really, it's, it's really cool for me to know that fans yeah. care enough to reach out. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought it was really, really uh, cool. And it like when I first heard you talking about, it, I was like, I my my brain first went to is somebody intentionally went there to shoot up fans or like fans at an event, kind of right. like the bot. My my head rang with the Boston Marathon, right, right. You know, it was like somebody knew that a thing was going on and went there with malicious intent, but then it turns out it was kids basically, uh, with beef that people got caught up in it. Is what I was seeing. Um, I, I'm trying to think. The last report that I do believe I read was it was actually two adults that uh, that caused it. They got into a beef. One pulled a gun. Um, they actually had names for them. I didn't pay that close of attention to it. But yeah, they, fuck them. They've already charged the one guy with murder because it was Absolutely. him that uh, that killed that DJ. And the other ones was charged with, you know, I, I don't even remember what all was involved in it, but they got them and they got them because people didn't let them go anywhere. They knew what Good. was going on and they fucking took them out. And I think that's yeah. one of the, the best Fantastic. things. Ever. Yeah. So absolutely. Fuck them. Hope they get hit with every fucking book uh, coming their way. I think that if you open fire and you, and you shoot kids, I mean, 11 children were shot in this, then you just, yeah, what kind of don't pass, go and fucking take the electric chair and just fuck him. Yeah. You don't deserve to live. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it's fucking absolutely fucking horrendous. Yeah. Like I said, I did, I had no clue until I listened to the Golden Image podcast the other day, and you said it. But I did order yeah. my Casey Strong shirt. They have a specialty uh, shirt on uh, the shop, and uh, all that money. Yeah, goes if you back can here. remember later, shoot me that link. I'd like to get one right too on. myself. I meant to ask you after I listened to the podcast, but then I listened to you talk about that, and then I listened to you guys talk about uh, what sounded like a children's hell birthday, and. Uh, what followed afterwards i got and, i uh, might have caught a little bit of flack from old scotty t he must have been listening to it uh and oh shit he listens. He, he listens he listens occasionally i don't think he does the paranormal but uh he listens to golden 80s and uh golden image and he was listening and he's like 
Um, I think he was texting me while he was listening because he's like, that party wasn't free. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, well, I didn't know there were packages. No, but you guys, you guys talked about the packages. Yeah. Yes. And you said there is options for free parties. Yep. yep. Regardless, the fact that a children's restaurant that is like, let's say this is, let's say this is Kmart Chuck E. Cheese. That isn't Chuck E. Cheese. It's a below tier. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, because Chuck E. Cheese ain't offering shit for free. Right, right. This place says you can come here and have a free party, or you can have a fr- you can have a party with pizza at a discounted price because you're getting multiple right, right. and this and that. So I mean, yeah, these people are gonna stack in there like fucking sardines. And and that they and- did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, and then I need to uh, yeah. do a rebuttal on it on the next golden image to be like, hey, listen, uh, you know, it's it, it wasn't as it wasn't that bad. I mean, uh, like I said, I would have I would have liked more adult themed arcade games, and you know, because if you're gonna pile the family in there, you want to do something for the adults too. They just don't want to sit there I, in a chair. I don't I don't think you need a rebuttal because the most important thing that came out of that was two fathers said fuck no (laughs) two dads that bring kids to this environment were like no i won't do it and and that's that's as me as the father of kids that age and everything that's what i want to hear right on a review right you know you're 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 a grandpa you're there you don't you don't have no kids that you are like in in charge of yeah yeah you're just like hey you have fun you do you (laughs) but they're the ones that are like okay fuck i I gotta stop this kid over here is chewing on my kid because their mom doesn't give a fuck (laughs) this kid's over here wiping pizza on this my kid's over sitting at another party's table eating cake like i don't know (laughs) it's pure chaos yeah well and like i said there was i counted seven seven parties going on and that's and that that's too much yeah it was it was way a, too much at a place like that there needs first and foremost party rooms there needs to be most places like chuck e cheese hell even going silt here in our mall which is a big arcade have three to two rooms specifically for parties right. so when a party's going on sure the kids can go run out jump house arcade games and everything but the food, the presence, and the adults are in a room, separated from all the other chaos. Right, and that's the way it should be. <laughs> it should not be a free for all. Everybody yeah. run around, especially with options for a free party or and a tier list of parties. Because like, if 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 somebody gets I, at that place, if somebody gets the highest tier of like the one that was like 180 and all this pizza and this and that then that should be the only if, if if somebody of that tier booked that day that should be it right that person's paying for the biggest package that should be it they shouldn't have to compete with everybody else it's it gets bonkers with kids that age yeah around, I just, so i think you guys did great okay. you guys painted the picture for me i was like you know what <laughs> no i'll i would i go somewhere else there you go well it, as always you know you gotta have the good reviews and the bad reviews so yeah and we do we are very very fortunate on golden image podcast we don't have a lot of places that we go that we just hate yeah uh, you know that place down in croppersville that uh, me and bobby and tina and billy ended up in was absolutely horrific i wouldn't send anybody there uh Jungle Georgia's, I mean you know if if you want to go check it out then go check it out if you can go in and play free mini golf and uh you know 
get get a card and play some arcade games, then you know, have at it. But for me, you know, it just it sounds thing a thing. So it sounds cool. Like if you got if you want to burn an afternoon with like a kid or two, right? That's fine. But like, I wouldn't say go book your kid's party there, right? Off of what I've heard and what I heard too. Like I said, I heard two dads of small children be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> And that's after they heard how cheap it was, and they were still like, no, no, no. go somewhere else. <laughs> I went, uh, since last time we talked, I like I said, I went to uh, TCG Con in Houston. It was about an hour and 30-minute drive. I went up there to specifically go meet a s- specific Power Ranger that I'm supposed to, I was supposed to interview, and I just wanted to go meet him in person. He's a Texas guy, too, right? from Wild Force. But we just went up there, and... Uh, it was neat. I've never been to a trading card convention. So I'm used to like comic conventions where there's a bunch of comic book right. artists and comic books and toys everywhere. This was just like 95% of the booths were like graded trading cards, anything from Pokemon, Digimon, sports cards, magic, everything you could think of just graded out there. And then some guests off to the side. Like we had uh, the dude that played Opie and Sons of Anarchy was there. Oh, yeah. He's actually going to be. Um... At the Elkhart Comic Con and in a couple of weeks, so I'm gonna go up and meet him. Oh, he is fucking huge. Yeah, uh, our friend Amber, our next door neighbor, went with us, and she got an autograph from him for her mom, and uh, he signed it for her, and he wrote uh, her name, and she's like, "I got this." Oh, fuck. And there, and, and, yeah, and she was like, she was like, "I don't get it," and it was a Sons of Anarchy yeah. print, and me, and my buddy that watched Sons of Anarchy, are both like sitting back there holding back tears, like, "Oh God, this son of a bitch." <laughs> we got to meet mankind. Ryan Hurst. Ryan Hurst is his yeah. name, by the Ryan way. Ryan Hurst. Yeah, I yeah, lost. I OP. lost three days after they killed off uh, off Opie and then. Oh yeah, amazing. He was amazing that show. He's in uh, The Walking Dead. He's in God of War, the video game. He plays Thor in that. Right on. But huge dude, massive yeah. human being. Yeah, I'm looking forward he, to meeting him. Was his line long there? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't big. No, but that's because specifically. It was a trading card convention, so like celebrities were like really not on a lot of people's list. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, mankind. Yes. Uh, he had uh, he had one of the biggest lines for sure. Oh yeah. Which sucked for every other wrestler that was there because <laughs> I think the uh, only other wrestler there that I knew personally was uh, Rikishi. Okay. Yeah. Rikishi. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Uh, uh, big Samoan gentleman. Yeah. He and he was right next to him. And then there was a bunch of people from like more modern wrestling, a lot of like femme fatales, like a lot of the lady wrestlers. Okay. I didn't know any of them, but my buddy who is big into it knew a bunch of them. But Mick Foley's line was massive. Uh, that I believe, yeah. And his his daughter was there with him. Uh, and he was signing stuff. He had this, let me tell you, if I had like a massively disposable income, I would have bought this shit. He had this three pack of action figures, just like a nice window on them that showed each one of them. And it was dude love cactus jack and mankind and he signed each window as its persona oh wow and had him at his booth selling them and i was like man how much and he was like these are limited edition which they are they're something they made up for him right he's like and it's i signed these three and he's like it's 300 and i was like that's fair Um, that's fair i was like i don't have that (laughs) and if i did i'd get it uh my buddy got his socko signed by him nice and he asked him, he was like, uh, he was like, what was it like getting, uh, getting fucking dunked in the, the thumbtacks and the, this match? 
And he's like, well, first and foremost, I closed my eyes really fucking tight. (laughs) And he was like, but he's like, but I really, honestly, he was like, with how loud the crowd was and everything. He's like, I didn't feel it. Yeah. The adrenaline. He was like, I felt it. He's like, I felt it later in the shower. (laughs) And he was like, if you did it to me right now, I would feel it. (laughs) And he was like, but then I didn't feel it. And he's just sitting there smiling, missing a bunch of fucking teeth, (laughs) smiling, signing Socko. (laughs) Nice. Nice as hell. Yeah. Yeah. it was, it was, that's a, that's a bucket list for me. That was, there's very few wrestlers that I personally, I grew up in the late nineties, early two thousands watching wrestling. A lot of the wrestlers I watched are retired or dead. Right. Like Eddie Guerrero's gone. I loved yep. watching Eddie Guerrero fucking fake shit, like hit somebody with the chair, then throw the chair to them and act like he got hit by the fucking chair. <laughs> yep. Uh, I liked, I loved watching Al Snow and his head era. I've always loved mankind. And that was a bucket list for me just to meet him. I walked up there. I shook his hand. I said, hi. I just said, nice to meet you. Cause a lot of people don't realize you don't, you can get in those lines and not buy anything. Right. Just get up go tell those people like, Hey, I appreciated this. Talk to them, shake their hands and fuck off. I had to tell Kyle and Amber that they're like, we can talk to any of these people. I'm like, yes, you can just stand in the fucking line. <laughs> uh, but I got to meet some power Rangers. I got to meet the guy I went there to meet. Uh, he signed my stuff for free, took my pictures. Cause we've talked before right. Took pictures with me for free. I dropped him off some stuff from, uh, my artist buddy made some prints that he wanted me to give him. I gave him those. I got a buddy that makes props. He was like, get these out to him. I gave him those. Wow. We talked, he took a picture with me. Uh, and he signed my stuff. And then I went around and met one of the Rangers that was in multiple seasons. And she signed my, my art concept book for me. And I talked to her a little bit. Nice. It was a neat experience. Uh, hit up a toy store after that, <laughs> uh, like a vintage toy store, hit up a pizza place and then headed back to Beaumont. <laughs> um, yeah. It's interesting to, uh, like I said, Ryan, Ryan's coming to the, the, uh, comic con that we, we always go to the one that I met Emma Caulfield at a couple years ago. And, yeah. And got a picture and autograph and autographs. Uh, so I'm planning on, you know, going and getting in Ryan's line. I want to meet him. He was definitely my favorite. Loved Absolutely. him in, uh, loved him in, uh, we are the, or what is it? Something, the Titans. Uh, Remember the Titans. Remember the oh, Titans. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Yep. And, uh, he actually did a show after, uh, after he left Sons of Anarchy, uh, where he was like a super genius, a super computer hacking genius. And, you know, was wanted by the federal government. They had him under, under lock and key but they had him doing all this shit which like lasted like half a season or some shit like that yeah. but um yeah i definitely want to go get an autograph with uh an autograph picture of his so and do that here in a couple weeks oh yeah he's giving out some good sons ones yeah. so this it look good on your wall yeah. frame put it right next to emma yeah, emma looks at me every day when i sit here she just gives me that sexy ass grin and oh that ain't right it- there's two things at the convention that were odd to me. And uh, I'll be honest, one kind of got under my skin. Uh, we talked about it in Tusop when the guys were still around, when we did the episode about Jason David Frank and how he had taken his life right. and everything. And that was one of those, one of the things I did is I opened up a page called Ranger Reach Out that was specifically for fans out there that were struggling. Be like, listen, you're not alone. And we'd give out that information to the suicide hotline and everything. Like there would be like, hey, listen, there is things you can reach out to you can text you can call there's websites and uh, and, et cetera, and et don't be embarrassed don't be embarrassed about absolutely it. not yeah. this is what these people are here for right. they're absolutely and i was like and if you can't do that we have a discord here there's other people that are having feelings like yours that are here you talk to them uh 
when he passed away, his daughter, one of his daughters, he has he has a few kids, but one of his daughters leaned really hard into her father's fame because he is the a lot of people call him the goat for Power Rangers because he was Tommy. Absolutely. Yeah. He, yeah, he was he was the sixth Ranger when we were kids. He's the one that showed up that was evil, blew all of our little kid minds, and then he became a good guy. <laughs> then he was the White Ranger, then he was the Red Ranger, right. and then he was in it for the most seasons as far as one person goes. And unfortunately he took his life and uh like I said, people loved him. Um his daughter leaned hard into I'm his daughter. And now she goes to conventions, never being a Power Ranger herself. Right. And she goes to conventions just billed as, on her sign, it literally says, the daughter of legendary Power Ranger, Jason David Frank. And what gets under my skin is that, and people take how you want, you say I'm wrong because I'm right, but like to see all these Power Ranger actors that are out there, this is how they make a living now for most of them. A lot of them don't act after it. And they actually worked in seasons or multiple seasons and they're sitting there and their lines are dwarfed by her line. Her line is as long as Mick Foley's. Right. And I just like, it just blew my mind. I was like, this person over here was in two seasons. This person in here is in a fan favorite season. Then they got like five people. Meanwhile, she's got like 70 people wrapping around. And it's just because this was her dad and like, and and people are campaigning for her to be a Power Ranger, but it's never going to happen because she's got a really checkered past, unfortunately. And she has a social media presence that can get sketchy, right? So there, Hasbro's never going to be like, let's put her in here. So it's just like it just blows my mind. It's like it's like these. It's got to suck as a natural ranger sitting there and seeing a line that's five times the size of yours for a person that's just like my dad was a Power Ranger, right? And she did this thing here. There was a guy. I actually got recognized. Like, as soon as we got to the convention, I got in the Power Rangers line. I was wearing my New Frontier shirt. And the guy was like, you're New Frontier? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I follow you. And I was like, that's fucking weird, but okay. <laughs> that's awesome. I shook his hand and everything. And this dude's in a Green Ranger getup. And he's explaining to me. He's like, I've got my helmet here, but I don't wear it because I can't breathe in it. And it's so fucking hot. And I'm like, I got you. I understand. Well, homegirl's late to opening up her booth. Like an hour or so late. She gets there, and he's one of the first people that she uh, sees and signs, right? The, and the homegirl goes right into, like, I see an opportunity to make some money. I'm going to extort the shit out of this mode. She keeps that boy there for the whole con. She doesn't know him. She just uses the fact that she knows that she can get away with it because he's a diehard fan. Right. Puts that boy in his helmet. and is like, come stand by me for pictures for other people that are paying her money. And oh, and this motherfucker, like, no lie, he every time he takes off this helmet, his face is beat fucking red. He 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 already told us he can't breathe in there. And I have Power Ranger helmets; it's hard to fucking breathe in there. That humidity builds up in there; it fogs up your lenses, and he's just beat fucking red. And just like every time someone comes up, and she's like, "You want a picture with me and the Green Ranger?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then he just fucking put that helmet back on. Meanwhile, all of his buddies that came to that convention with him are just sitting off to the side, just sitting there, just waiting. Uh, and it was just like, hey, it got under my skin. Yeah, I can understand <laughs> I was that. Like, oh. well, it's frustrating. I would hope that uh, that she floated him some of that cash of all those pictures that 
a perfect world, absolutely. In a real world, seriously Definitely fucking not. doubt it. She probably was probably was like, I'll give you a hug and sign something yeah, for you. What do you want me to autograph? You know, you, my dad was a Power Ranger. Yeah. The <laughs> other guest that blew my mind uh, was there is a chick that used to go by Pokey Princess. And she was like a streamer, but her main income was is she's an OnlyFans person. Okay. Which means she's she she she's a sex worker. She makes content doing sex stuff on the internet and people pay. Pokemon threatened to sue her because not just because her name was Pokey Princess, but because she was selling merchandise with Mew from Pokemon oh. on it. <laughs> and and then Pokemon was like, no, fucking stop that shit. Right, and right. she was like, okay. She changed her name to Digital Princess. And that same year she ended up on like news everywhere because she left her house where she has a kid to go meet up with somebody to have sex, to make content. And their neighbors at in the middle of the night, like one o'clock in the morning found this kid just wandering the fucking street <sighs> because he woke up and his mom wasn't there. Right. So he just opened the door and he went outside and he would. And so the cops got involved. It became a big news story because it's a famous, a content creator, this and that. She went to jail and, and the convention booked her as like one of their big guests. <laughs> She's just chilling there in a booth. And I'll be honest, we met her because my buddy was talking about her. He's like, Oh, I know her. I know her. I like uh, this and that. And I was like, I know why you like yeah. her, dude. I'm not fucking stupid, <laughs> but he's downstairs smoking and we're leaving and she's right there. And I stop at her booth and, uh, we say hi and she's extremely nice, high energy. Uh, and I see that she has air fresheners she's selling for like a car that hangs in your rear view mirror. Right. And it is an air freshener of her in a thong with her legs bent behind her ears. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's an air freshener of basically her junk. She has a thong on, but basically her junk to hang in your rear view mirror. And I was like, I have to buy this for Kyle's truck. Uh-huh. So I go to buy it. It's only like five bucks, which first of all, surprises me. Right. And she was, I'm getting it. And I was like, oh, this is for my buddy downstairs. He's going to love this. And she was like, would he like me to sign it? And I was like, uh, and she was like, it's free. It's free. I'll sign it. And she just signs it for no us. Shit. And she's, she's nice. Uh, and I just, and she was like, it smells like ocean breeze. And I was like, oh, okay. That means, <laughs> I won't go yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. We had a long conversation about all the things that logis- logically could have smelled like and been hilarious. I was like, you missed an opportunity to to market it in a more funny direction. Right, exactly. But sure as shit is I got it to him, and he's got it hanging on his wall next to his computer now. Yeah, I bet he does. It never, oh, made, yeah, the tr- it never made the truck. No, it wasn't. Gonna, I, I don't. He w- it's, it's not even an embarrassment thing, because I know he'd put it in his truck. Right. I think he just wanted to be able to see it every day, just stare at it. And if he wouldn't have been down smoking, he could have met her himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he said he walked past her, but he was scared to talk to her. And I was like, man, just talk to people. Ah, Sometimes it's the worst thing can happen is they don't talk. They don't really talk back and you just fuck off. I was like, but this chick was super nice. She would talk your fucking ear off. (laughs) She had a dude that was there with us. He was like, can I get a picture with you? And she was like, yeah. And she was looking at him. She was like, take your shirt off. We'll take a picture with your shirt off next to me. And the, the dude fucking pulls his fucking it's harp off. And she was like, fuck, you should just be walking around without your shirt on. Look at all that. I was like, God damn. She was like, now let's take an ass picture. And she's bending over and she's got like these fucking like micro shorts on. Right. It's just like it was. She Like I said, she was full energy. Uh, she seemed really nice. Uh, it's a shame that she did the shitty thing she did right, that right. got her in trouble. But 
she seemed pleasant. And then we, like I said, we stop every time I'm in Houston, I stop at a Chicago pizza and beef in Houston to get me a Chicago deep dish, hit the toy store, got back home. That's all I've been up to. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. <laughs> it's good to stay busy. It's good to stay busy. Yeah. Well, let's get into what we actually you're supposed to be talking about. Let's get into yeah, our February it. review. Are you prepared? I am. Uh, <laughs> I Listen, folks, I, I was looking at the, for some reason, I've had this hang up on fucking April this whole month. Really? I thought the Patreon was going live this month. <laughs> I I was looking at that schedule we had, and I kept looking at the April month for it. That's why today you're like, were you ready? And I was like, for what? It says the 25th in here. And then I look at it more, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's April. So I just, I, I'm current on my two stop. I listened to the new episode that came out today because this is Wednesday. Right, right, this. right. And uh, so I just fucking, I, I sped, I speed run it and I just, I hit the notes. I got me all rid up. We're good to go Late, in an hour. It's all fresh upstairs. Ladies and gentlemen, I, t- I, I end him. I said, you ready for tonight? And he's like, for what? And he sends me a picture of the schedule that I sent him. <laughs> and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, well, maybe I wrote it wrong. Maybe I'm off. And I look at the paper and it says February 21st, you know, <laughs> February review. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at April 25th. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? The 25th is Sunday. <laughs> and I just text him. I just text him back. February review question mark. I mean, you're <laughs> and then my brain instantly goes, fuck, it's February. It is February. It's the greatest month of the year. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fucking <laughs> yeah. It's your birthday month and your anniversary month, which like it, it's it seems like the longest month ever. Because first of all, today's two sop was talking about your guys's anniversary, like it hasn't happened yet. I know, right? So that's throwing me off. I was like, because in the episode with I interviewed Bobby, it was like the anniversary was it was like two days away. It was like like. So it's just it's I'm all thrown the fuck off. Man. No, it gets to be it gets to be weird. Uh, I think we even talk about it. In one is like, or maybe just me and Bobby were talking about it, where we were talking about the Chiefs had just won the Miami game, and the the episode came out the week before the Super Bowl, and it was like, yeah, you- we're just we're we're just like one ahead, and I got to keep it that way because of these other side uh, meet the host schedule. I have to keep it that way. So that when we get to Jen's, we're going to be one up so that we can put that out and not have to drag her all the way back over here on a, on a Saturday or something to do that. But um, so, yeah, I I have to stay one, one or two ahead and but we just need to quit talking about upcoming events. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, because I listened to everything uh, basically in the golden image empire and like so i listened to i listened to uh golden image this week and they're like current they're talking yeah. about like current events and then i taught listen to this one and they're like a week behind yeah. and then i listened to two sop and it's like three weeks behind i'm like where the fuck am i yeah, no, like i guess it gets well think about me who's got to do all the i got to mm-hmm. keep up with it where everything's at and when it's coming out and um uh golden Navy golden 80s hasn't even released uh episode um 37 i think episode 37 yet will be out the what has come out this this last thursday um but we've already recorded episode 40 but we haven't recorded episode 39 and so it's just (laughs) we had to schedule a certain way because of this call guys thing 
uh, coming up this next week. And so, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to yeah. try to keep it all in, in your brain. So podcast land. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. All right. Let's kick it off with our first episode of the month, episode 105, The Haunts of Hawaii. They aired on February 7th, delivered by J-Dub. J-Dub! Y'all start off the episode with a, with a, let me ask you this discussion on if the dead could reach out to you via our dreams. Oh, that's such a good, that ended up being it such was. a good question. It was absolutely, it was a great question, and... I feel like a majority of people probably have some form of experience with that. Like I know that I have, I, uh, most of my dreams, uh, that happen like that is normally my cousin, Colin, that passed away. Right. Uh, he seems, it seems to be the one that I most pop up on. And usually when it happens, I'm very cognitively aware in the dream. Like in my, in in my dream, I'm like, I know he has passed. And so like, I kind of, I enjoyed as much as I can. Right. Oh yeah. Like I, I'm just like, I'm like, I know he's gone. And so I just talk to him. And then when I wake up in the morning, I try to hold on to it, you know, just like remember as much as possible. Occasionally my buddy James, not very often. And then even less so it would be like my granny and my grandmother uh, on Bobby's side. And I think it might have something to do with the fact that they are the most farthest off in my brain. Right. Like the memories are unfortunately weaker because they were gone earlier on in my life. Right. But it's always, that's never bad. It's never a bad dream with them. Like, like the worst part is like, if you're aware is knowing that it's going to end. But outside of that, it's always a joy to see somebody like that pop up in there. My thing is, is I wish I would, uh, be more, um, aware and ask questions, you know, something that maybe only they would know from, you know, maybe something I would know is how, how real or how close is this to being able to reach out to the other side and, and, you know, could they answer some questions of, you know, this, that, or the other. But um, I think when you're in your dreams, you're just, uh, for me, I remember uh, a couple of them that I had about Donnie and uh, definitely the, the big one I had with about Craig and, and, you know, I just, in the dream, you don't, you don't have that thought process of, um, you know, asking those questions or digging, you know, deep diving into anything like that. So it's, it's, I don't, my thing is like, it could be, it could be paranormal or it could be your brain just trying its best to help you cope. Exactly. I was, and I'm not embarrassed to say it because like I, I've mentioned it before, I grew up with friends and while my dad was in Iraq, I went through a bunch of anxiety as a kid uh, when he was gone because uh, for people that didn't grow up military brats, let alone military brats who had a family member deployed in an active war zone, uh, you go weeks without hearing from the person that's deployed because right. they're over in Iraq or Afghanistan the only way you hear from them is usually on a satellite phone that they have to wait in line for and isn't always good. Right. Like a good connection. So like you might get a postcard here or there if they can get it out. So, uh, as a kid, uh, in a school full of other military kids, you would see kids getting phone calls being like your dad or your mom's not coming home. Right. 
they're they died uh and so like every time you hear a fucking phone ring in your house you're fucking terrified and so i was in a this state of anxiety and i uh, and that was just me as an 11 year old to a 13 year old i hate to know what my mom was going through right um so like i had trouble sleeping at night and my mom was nice enough to be like i think she understood because she would i mean the woman would get up at two o'clock in the morning and her son her son on a school night would be in the kitchen making a fucking turkey sandwich because he's up and she'd be like what the fuck she'd be like you can turn your tv on here's you can watch tv if you can't sleep instead of just sitting in the fucking dark right or whatever the fuck you're doing with your turkey sandwich in the dark. <laughs> Maybe we don't watch something. Know. Yeah. So I find, so she's like, watch stuff. And so like, I worked through like a few seasons of Smallville she had, and I watched, and then I found friends. So it's like season like one through four. And I just fucking, I ate it up. I just burnt through it constantly to where it started being like any holiday, birthday, Christmas, fuck Easter that's what I would get for that holiday. Here's another season of friends. Right and I would just add it to my roster. I'd watch it all through start over again. So when Matthew Perry died, uh, when that news hit that he died, he's my favorite character too. We were in, I didn't get a process it right away because I was shit faced drunk in Renaissance festival when that news broke. Right. And so I get home and like, I've never really had a celebrity's death impact me the way that did. Like it really fucked with me because I grew up, he was like in my brain, he was like, he's my friend. I know him It's right. Chandler Bing, this and that. And so it fucked with me pretty hard. And then I, uh, I listened to his audio book that he did and he narrated it. And, uh, that just kind of added to it. Cause I kind of learned to his suffering and everything. And, but one night I had a dream where I was just sitting on a couch and I was sitting on a couch with, uh, 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 Matt LeBlanc, the guy that played Joey. Right. And he's not Joey. He's himself. He's even his older self. Like his, he's got the big belly, the gray hair and we're sitting there talking. And then Matthew Perry walks in and he was like, I just want to let you know, I'm good. I'm fine. And he hugs Matt LeBlanc and he just kind of like waves at me. Doesn't really talk to me, waves to me and he just fucks off. And I wake up that morning and I'm just fine. Like all the like grief and the anxiety and like the sadness I was feeling about, it was just gone. And like, I, I was like, oh, this is going to fade and I'm going to go back to the way I was. Right. And it, that it hasn't. It just, it gave me some kind of fucking like weird fucking closure. As silly as it seems about a guy I've never met in my life. Right. And it was just like, I felt like he's good. Like, I, like every question I was like, did he... Did it, what did he not get a finish? What did he not get to do? What did this, that all just fucking melted away and hasn't come back. And I feel like that could be a paranormal thing. I don't know why Matthew Perry would feel like this one guy over here. I'm gonna hit him up or it could just be our brains are way more fucking advanced than we can ever grasp. My brain was like, listen, our, our meat suit needs this. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's get it rolling. Either way, it, it helped. You ever so. think that maybe you accidentally tapped into Matt LeBlanc's dream? <laughs> Who knows, man? It might be like, it might be like, how trippy that be if I met him one day and I tell him that. And he was like, he was like, you're that fucking guy that was sitting on the couch in my dream. 
And he was like, what the fuck kind of fan are you that you fucking pushed yourself into my dream where I got my closure? (laughs) Because Matthew Perry didn't talk to me. He just kind of looked off and like waved at me as he was fucking off the door. I watched them both hug and he just kind of gave me a glancing wave like you do. Right. And he just fucked off right out the door. And I woke up and I was like, I'm good. And Matthew LeBlanc across the world is just waking up and he's like, I'm good too. Who the fuck was that guy? You don't think he ever said, hey, that's just Logan from the United States Paranormal. Who who knows, man? Because like everybody has those dreams where there's other people in their dreams and they don't know who the fuck those people are. Right. You know, so what if that's it? Like you're just like people can just stroll in your dream. You'd be like somebody was like, that's weird, man. I had a dream last night where I was sitting in this coffee shop or I was sitting in this fourth grade class and there's this guy just standing there completely naked looking like he was fucking terrified. <laughs> Never met him in my life. And I'm just sitting there in this classroom and I don't know any of these people. And you just, that guy just fucking happened to walk into somebody else's fucking dream. Oh man. Wouldn't that be, yeah. It's crazy to try to wrap your head around it, to be honest, but how cool would that be? But no, I thought that was a great, uh, I thought that was a great question. And the, the, the girls gave some great answers. Oh, yeah. Like Jada gave a really touching story about a kid she went to school with that unfortunately took his own life right. and was just let her know. is like, listen, I just couldn't be here anymore. And like, if I feel like a lot of people, if they could just get that clarity from a dream, it all be it paranormal or just your monkey brain doing what it needs to right, do right. to keep you fucking running would just, if everybody could get that kind of clarity that I got about a star I never met in my life that just gave you that sense of like soothing relief, fucking do it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's gonna be a way to tap into that shit. Absolutely. But, uh, back to the episode, uh, <laughs> Uh, so the episode covered many Hawaiian ghost stories and tales. So I wanted to talk about some uh, Polynesian paranormal culture. Okay. The land of Hawaii, especially pro-Polynesian culture, uh, has very unique views on the afterlife. Seeing how most of modern society, even uh, most ancient cultures, believe that we have our afterlives chosen for us. Uh, some divine being would say if we go to hell or go to heaven or the equivalents. But that was not the case for ancient tribes of Polynesia. Uh, There was different tribes in Polynesia that would mark their bodies with certain tattoos saying what afterlife they specifically chose. Right. So like a spiral symbol uh, meant the individual favored the sky world. But before ascending to the realm, uh, the realm on a whirlwind, they would first uh, have their spirit would have to take a journey to their ancestors' homeland, which was considered the navel of the world. Others would mark themselves in uh, different uh, different marks, meaning that a person preferred the underworld, uh, which was called Po, the kingdom of King Miliu, Miliu I believe is how it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to butcher it too. Ghost that cho- uh, so that would, like, the, after the, the place below wasn't necessarily a bad thing in their culture. Okay. And like I said, these, these, these people thought they got to pick. So they would mark their bodies. Like, I want to go to sky world. And somebody else was like, Oh, I prefer to go to the under kingdom. Uh, but for spirits, uh, for people that chose neither, they would remain in the land of the living, uh, to guard their families and their beliefs. Hmm. Uh, some also believe that demons in that culture could fuck up a spirit's journey to the, the realm of their choosing. And in so would doom them to walk the the beaches of Hawaii uh, with no destination, <laughs> no clue of what's going on, just stranded there. 
So I thought that was, I thought, yeah, I thought that was very unique is that the Hawaiians of old before it was called Hawaii, like I said, post Polynesia and everything, uh, got to discern where they went. Cause that's not a very, that's not commonly seen in any religion that I've known to where the person themselves gets to pick right, right. where they go. Cause everything you hear from even ancient Egypt, the Egyptians thought that your soul got weighed and that picked where you went. And meanwhile, Polynesians were like, no, I think the sky sounds nice. I'm going to go up there. And other people are like, no, I think I'd rather go downstairs to the kingdom Milu and just chill down there. Yeah. So. The, it's funny, the the different religions and the different ideas of what happens in the afterlife, you know, the from whether or not you're reincarnated, uh, you know, if that is an immediate process or it was a waiting list, you know, you go stand in line and, and wait to be reincarnated um, or... Uh, you do go to heaven or hell, or you do go to the, you know, like you said, the sky world or the under kingdom or, you know, just so many different ways that, that religion views the after afterlife. Um, I I don't know. I always thought it'd be great to be reincarnated as, as my dog Ozzy because he's fucking got every, everything made and he's spoiled. No shit. You know, that's <laughs> what, you know, for me, that's what I want to come back. I want to come back as a house dog that's just pampered, but you know, uh, you just don't pee on the floor and you get free food all the time and you sleep all day with your balls out. I mean, this yeah. is a great second life, but you know, uh, it's, it's just so hard to really grasp onto it, not knowing what is there just believe in what you believe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the like I said, the whole the only thing that seems to be consistent with all religions is that all of them believe you get to do something else after it's all done. Right. From reincarnation to afterlives or hell or uh, you know purgatory. Like there's just there's so many different ways that people think a spirit can go. And like I said, you lean into what you lean into. Everybody has their preferred version. Absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, I personally, I believe in the spiritual realm. I hope I don't end up being fucking stuck nowhere. Cause that seems like that fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, I hope my, I get to go on and I believe energy has got to go somewhere. I hope my energy goes on to another fucking life. Let's do it again. Once more with feeling. That's right. Uh, I mean, if I end up a fucking dachshund, I end up a fucking dachshund, you know? <laughs> Sleeping on the couch, balls out. Come on, man. The yeah. life is good. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, it's all, I just thought it was refreshing to read about a religion where it was like, ah, oh, the people choose what they want. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, the only downside of that was like, oh, a demon might fucking kick you off the fucking golden trail and you land on fucking earth, <laughs> stuck on a fucking beach in Hawaii for the rest of forever. Oh, a beach in Hawaii. Yeah. Sounds miserable. They have a very interesting take on spirits too, because uh, basically they over there they say that if your relative marked themselves for the uh, the sky world or the below world, uh, you'll never be able to see their spirit again. They they say that like their spirits could even come see you, but you won't be able to see them. They're completely invisible. But they say if it is a spirit that is stuck on this realm or chose to be on this realm, you can see those spirits. Huh. So they say that like your ancestor can come visit you from the sky world, but you will never see them. It's something to do with the fact that their soul ascended or their soul descended, right. went to where it was supposed to go. So it's basically just their spirit now, their their presence is gone. But the ones that are here on earth that never went down there or got stuck 
their spotties, their spirits never fully made it there. So you can still make them up at a certain time of the day. Right, right, right. Which I think is very interesting. That is kind of fun. That is kind of funky to think about. Yeah. So it's, uh, that, I mean, that seems like it's also a double-edged sword because if you do that, you're like, I saw grandma and you're like, that's great. I saw grandma. And then you think, and you're like, oh fuck, nah. I saw grandma. <laughs> Which means she didn't go anywhere. She's stuck. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you knew, like, you talked to your ancestor and she was like, oh, I'm going to the Sky World. And you're like, fuck, Grandma was supposed to go to the Sky World, so a demon must have fucking knocked her off the road. I wonder what fucking beach she's stuck at. Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) She's down there on the beach in a bikini. Think about that, Grandma. Yeah, that's the the double-edged sword of the paranormal world. It's like, okay, like, let's say you try to reach out to a relative and you get them. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I communicate with this person. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're stuck. That means they're not somewhere better than just being here right. fucking struggling to move and etch and sketch to fucking say hi to me. Right, so. exactly. Exactly. Woof. Yeah. So. Uh, anything else from the uh, haunts of Hawaii? No, I, I I enjoyed it a lot. It's not, Hawaii's not a lot. Uh, you don't hear about that. You don't see a lot of ghost shows go to Hawaii. Either. No. I don't know that I've ever seen Zach Baggins go to Hawaii or ghost event or ghost or taps or any of them. So it was nice hearing some stories from there, especially since J dub's mom. Yeah. That was the fun. That was the fun part of it. It was like J dub would tell a story and then she'd be like, my mom hasn't heard from that. I haven't, hasn't heard of that one. It's like, Oh, okay. But then being like her mom would blame the Hawaiian elves for fucking with shit. I love that. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, that was dope. So, our second case of the month was episode 106 of The Other Side, and that was Meet the Rocker Chick. It aired the, on February 10th. Meet the Rocker I, Chick. I had a fantastic time doing that. Now, I honestly, 100% disclosure here, I know I will do better on every other episode because I was the, I'm not mer- nervous thinking about talking to J-Dub. I'm absolutely not nervous thinking about talking to you. Right, right. But sitting down and talking to Aunt Bobby for an extended amount of time made me very nervous. (laughs) It really did. I know I stumbled. I stuttered over myself. It's just because like, I love my aunt Bobby very much. I just have not spoke that consistently to my aunt Bobby. Right. Ever. She's very quiet for the most point. Most part. Uh, When I lived there, I worked stupid, weird hours. So like I'd be gone by the time she got home. And by the time I got home, she was trying to sleep on the bed on the couch. And right. I was trying not to fucking wake her up. It's just, uh, she, like I said, she's very quiet. So I've never, I learned so much in that episode. And that is the most that we've consistently spoken to each other. It, it's interesting because, you know, I've been married to her for, uh, you know, 30, 32 years, 32 years now. We dated for five before that or four and uh, there were still things that I learned in that interview. I never knew she saw me in kindergarten and, you know, was been watching me for fucking <laughs> 10 years. Um, <laughs> I had forgotten. I totally had forgotten about uh, Rob, the boyfriend she had that was killed in the in the drunk driving wreck. I totally forgot about that. Um so yeah, there was things that I learned too, and uh, I did learn that uh, apparently we lived at Winona Lake. I really thought it was Huffman Lake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I laughed my ass off at that. Oh man, I learned that uh, her favorite snack is Cheetos. I would have never guessed that. 
<laughs> hey man, the lightning round, man, it brings the truth out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I like the teaser a lot, but we we actually listened to it together. Of course, you know, I listened to it while I was editing it and uh um then I listened to it back with her on uh, on one of the uh, Fort Wayne adventures, you know. And uh, it was just so much fun to, to to just listen to it with her, see her smile, and then just kind of give her some hard time about a couple things that you know. I'm like, you're you're a liar. You didn't see me in kindergarten. She's like, no, I did. I'm like, <laughs> all right, you're a liar. No, I did. So it was just good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking forward to um, the, doing the one with you uh, for the month of March. I'm really looking forward to the J Dub one. I think. Uh, I think that is going to be completely interesting. We're going to find a bunch of shit out that maybe we don't know. I love doing it. And honestly, if given the chance, I would love to talk to more people in the golden image radio or podcast world, just because it's nice to get, uh, it's nice to get to know for me personally, but it's also nice for the viewers to get to know more. Like we said, we're both, you're her husband. I'm her nephew. And we both learn things. Yep, Absolutely. And, and it just encouraged me to learn more because then I talked to my mom about it and I was like, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. And then she would go into it more too. And it's just, I just got to learn a whole bunch more. So, so did, was, I didn't, I forgot to ask the, the other day when I talked to your mom, did she listen to that episode? I don't think she knew it was a thing yet, but oh, I'm right sure on. she probably went and listened to it since right because on. I talked about some stuff. I was like, I didn't know this happened and I didn't know this happened. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of things back when her. Yeah. A lot of things your aunt Bobby did back in her younger days that, uh, uh, might've she's, been a hit bit sketchy. <laughs> she's, she's so quiet and so sweet that like, I never would have known that I have more in common with her uh-huh. at that age than I do my own mother because my mother didn't do stuff like that but i skipped school constantly i was doing all sorts of things like that going out and drinking and this and that and just like and then her talking about like where she feels her stress and how she doesn't like her neck being touched right and i'm like okay so that's where i get it from it's like okay that makes sense yeah it had to come from somewhere absolutely absolutely and then always like hearing about uh grandparents and stuff like she talked about her mother and her dad and it's just like stuff like that i don't have a wide margin of memories for because I, I didn't get a gnome as long right right yeah you, you were you were awful young when you guys went to germany and and uh, even before that they moved yeah too so yep absolutely but like i like I said with that like i didn't know i knew when we lived in indiana and bobby had the longer hair and her hair color is the same color as mine it's she's brunette right uh and like i knew it one point she cut her hair and dyed it and it's like stayed like that since i didn't know the reasoning behind it and now i do and it's just like it's stuff that helps me feel closer and also like i said i got to have a conversation with my aunt that was an hour or something long that that would never else happen if it wasn't for on the podcast right right so so it was great i enjoyed it i can't wait to do more so all right well you got another one coming up here in a couple weeks so yeah, can't wait for that. Can't wait for J Dub, and then I can't wait to get asked some questions. So uh, what Frankie's got for me. Yeah. it's nice being in alone individually with these people. Oh, and, absolutely, absolutely. And you get to talk and everything. For, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Like they said, uh, you and me talk like this all the time. So um, yeah, I'm just see. I, I can't wait to see what you dig out and see what you can find. Yeah, I'm gonna try to learn some new stuff about you. We'll figure it out. All right, all right. You're probably gonna get a little bit different questions than they got, so I can <laughs> catch you off guard. That's okay. I can, I can, I can uh, shoot from the cuff any day of the week. 
All right. So our third episode of the month was episode 107, Haunted Mackinac nope. Island. Nope. It's Mackinac. Come on. Chico. Chico came at you with the vo- the vocal thing and it said Mackinac. It's got to nope. be Mackinac, nope. right? It is Mackinac Island. And let me let me uh let me let me explain the confusion cuz I I actually after that episode even aired, I went back and did some research on why, why are we confused? And it's, and the reason I did it was because me and me and the rocker chick have talked about going to Mackinac Island for, for a long time. And, you know, cause it's someplace we've always wanted to see, cause we hear it's beautiful and really cool. Not that it was haunted. It was had nothing to do with that. It was a fact that it was always one of those places we wanted to go check out. So after the episode aired, I uh, I started looking around for Airbnbs in, on Mackinac Island, and I found Airbnbs, but there's nothing really on the island. I, mm-hmm. I still didn't really look for a cabin. I was just looking at Airbnbs and stuff like that. But there are Airbnbs on the other side, on 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 the south side of the bridge, and everybody talks about the bridge, and it's the bridge that connects upper. Uh, upper Michigan with lower Michigan, the upper peninsula with the, with the lower peninsula of Michigan. And it crosses over the great lakes. And it's one of the, one of the biggest bridges and probably one of the most scariest bridges because of the height and the wind, they will shut that bridge down. If it gets too windy, because it will blow cars and trucks off of this fucking bridge. That's fucking terrifying. Isn't it terrifying. And that's just yes. one, of, one of the reasons why we really haven't gone. But I was looking at Airbnbs in that area and I'm looking it over and it and it dawned on me. Mackinac, Mackinac City is the city that you are driving through to get on the Mackinac Bridge. Okay. But so the, it's a mingle effect type it, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mackinac is the island that sets up towards the uh, upper peninsula that everybody talks about. So the confusion okay, runs in that. When you think when you think you're going to go to the Mackinac Bridge to go to Mackinac Island, I mean it just flows out that way. But yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I think I can't remember what Chico said. I I looked at it and I was like, "Oh yeah, we're blow they're blowing me shit about not knowing that." But I, I, like I said, when I sat down with the map and really studied it to look at where these Airbnbs were compared to where the bridge was at compared to where the island was at. Well, after sitting down and typing it out, I'm like, I honestly went with Chico because he sent out the thing pronouncing it. And I've heard Mackinac too. Right. I've heard it from countless people. Oh, yeah. But the way it's spelled is M-A-C-K-I-N-A-C. Uh-huh. And there, I don't believe there's any language where the N-A-C makes the non noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's got to be, it's got to be a mingle effect. It's people remembering that they draw, drove through Mackinac to go over the bridge. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I'm on Mackinac Island. But like, no, it's some asshole named it fucking Mackinac right next to Mackinac. Right. And now it's just this big fucking amalgam of the two. It's just a big, it's just a big goof when it comes to um, where exactly you're at and where you're located. I'm trying to, I I brought this thing up. Um, Yeah. Even the pronunciation, the, even the pronunciation of it even throws out uh, Mackinac. 
and then Mac and oh yeah, I, I don't even know. But it, yeah, yeah I went I went through it and it, I went through it. I did a pronunciation on an app. I spelled it out, and you heard it in that episode. And that's it's Mac Mac and Knack. Well, yeah, you look at how it's spelled. There is no really disputing it because, like I said, there is no language that I know of that pronounces the NAC as gnaw. Right. But I think that's why. But that's that's my explanation on why I think that that's why that's a, everybody thinks it's Mackinac Island. Okay. Well, here's some here's some information on Mackinac Island. In 2021, this island was voted the most haunted small town in America, topping the list of 3,347 haunted spots. Most paranormal experts and myself, a B list podcaster, believe this has contributed not to just the island's rich history, but also on what the island is actually made of itself. And that would be its foundation of limestone and quartz. These stones are well known for their ability to hold on to and store energy right. on top of being surrounded by water on all sides, which is also known as a paranormal conductor mm-hmm. seemingly has supercharged the island's paranormal properties from souls lost to battleships from wrecks, suicides and more. This island seems to be not letting go of lost souls. Right. It's kind of holding everything there. Plus, it was, uh, you know, the Native American population that was, you know, there and have probably. Uh, yeah, you know, there, there was a lot there. of there was a lot of there's a lot of war with the French and right. Americans and stuff with Native American tribes on that island. Yeah. It just seems like it seems like it's the perfect storm for just holding on to and like storing because the stories, all the stories you told ranged from just all over the place. Oh yeah. 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 And they say that every square inch of that Island is haunted. You can't go anywhere and not have some sort of paranormal activity on there somewhere. Oh, islands always seem like a perfect category for stuff like that. Cause one, like we have talked about multiple episodes of the other side and on just two stop regular water is said to be a natural conductor right. for energy. On top of that, most islands are usually made out of some weird form of stone, which like porous stones, uh, like limestone and quartz and stuff like that are known for also holding on to energy and storing it like a battery. So you take that and you combine all of that, the water, the stones with small square footage. Cause most islands aren't very fucking big. Right. They're like death per square foot usually gets a little bonkers. Also, you know, hurricanes, uh, bridges, ships, all these things usually lead to some form of a fucking casualty and all of it just locked up and playing on a loop on an Island just seems to make sense for me. It's like Galveston here. Galveston's a fucking big old soup bowl of fucking travesty between hurricanes, killing thousands of people to just the amount of like places like that. Like you're burying your dead on top. You're dead. Cause there's literally only so much real estate to do so. Well, yeah. Then you're building, you're building on top of those. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's insane to th- even think about, to be honest, but yeah. And that's just the stuff that we have records of. Right. There is no telling as far as, uh, humanity before records, uh, also native Americans. It's just like I said, dead on top of dead on top of dead on top of dead all in such a tiny square footage, it's bound to be uh, paranormal, just hot spot, supercharged. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. But no, it was fun to, it was fun. I was actually just looking for something uh, in the Michigan area to do like a, a haunted Michigan type thing. And I ran across that and I'm like, well, I never knew this. So I started doing some digging and, and uh, yeah, it's just, it was really cool to kind of dive into that a little bit and, 
I mean, I didn't go down the big rabbit hole on it. Uh, you know, it kind of kind of hit the hot spots and some of the bigger, yeah. the bigger places. So you get up there towards Michigan stuff, you get near those great lakes. Those great lakes have got some really good ghost stories out towards them too, between like the amount of like ghost ship sightings and just because it's, uh, it, it's those lakes, like, uh, the the song about the Edmund Finch Gerald right right always brings to mind. It's like it the, there's a quote in that line where it says uh, the lake doesn't give up its dead, and that's because that water is such a such a perfect storm of cold temperature and salt to where it's literally like corpses are preserved right right but they do not they do not float and that's why you can't go scuba diving around any of those ships or take photos around any of those ships that are under there because you will legitimately take a picture of somebody's relative that has been down there for 80 or 90 years mm. because that water preserves them like they're a fucking mummy. <laughs> Go figure that one, right? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> insane. It's just like you think stuff goes underwater like that and you think, oh, they'll be gone. But all it takes is the right amount of salt and the right temperature right. and it just preserves shit, you know? So it's just like those places like there it's just got to, like I said, there's so many stories of like legitimate ghost ships. Like we talk about, or we're about to talk about ghost cars and stuff, but like just the thought of being out at night and seeing a ship just floating out there and disappear <laughs> just gives me the fucking Wiggins, man. Yeah, for sure. Oh man. <laughs> but no, it was dope. But on the subject of, uh, haunted cars we get into our fourth episode of the month was oh, episode yeah. 108 that just aired today in our time our time clinton road and like i said it aired on february 21st this time we we're going down a two-lane two uh was it 10 mile long road in jersey with no a bad Georgia. history and a fucking stupidly long red light waits. <laughs> she told me about that five minute wait at a red light. And that scared me more than any fucking ghost story she told during the rest of that. Oh, can you imagine you're sitting there and you don't know what's going on and everything's just black. And I, just... I swear to fuck in Mauriceville here, the town where I first moved to when we first got to Texas, there's a red light that, that a certain time of night it would swap to a blinking light. Right. But before then, like an hour before then, that motherfucker would just sit <laughs> on red and you'd just be sitting there. And as a teenager, you're like, well, this thing, take a picture of me, not realizing like you'll see a camera if there's a fucking camera. Right, right. So I'm just sitting there at a four way stop on my motorcycle for like fucking four minutes, just waiting for a light to turn green. Just like, oh, yeah. Been there, and done then that. for it to just for it to just fade into a blinking red. So then I just get a fucking go. It never hits green. <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> that's that's scary shit right there fuck ghost that's that's awful right right so this road's got it all it's got phantom vehicles ghostly children witches escaped monkeys <laughs> famous cryptids satanist yeah mob corpse disposal spots <laughs> klu klux clan meeting areas aliens uh what's it demons iron smelters labeled as druid temples and one really pissed off ghostly woman in a camaro uh-huh yep not the Camaro, man. Why Why this with the Camaro? Come on. I, I mean, you know, people like to drive fast in Camaros, so That's then true. they end up eating shit. Then they end up being a ghost in a Camaro. Very, I mean, very we true. We talked about the Camaro a couple episodes ago that had one headlight. And now we got this chick that's so pissed off that she'll try to run people off the road and then she'll just crash again. <laughs> she's Which to me sounds like she's, she sound, that to me sounds like she is a death echo. 
Oh yeah. Uh, it sounds like that chick is just out there just reliving her death over and over can, again. Can you imagine? Oh fuck, man. There's a lot of options for like the paranormal, and I hope that is not what I end up being. <laughs> That's gotta be fucking awful. It's like Groundhog it Day just, all over again. Yeah, it just makes me wonder if they know. Like do those spirits and those loops know that they're dead and they know that they're reliving it over and over again, or are they living it like it's the first time every fucking time? Well, I don't remember. Did we talk about, was there any information on who that ghost was? Uh, Very, very little. Okay. And it didn't really say if she was, it said that she drives like she's trying to get people off the road. Right. Like it was like, she's angry. So I don't know if she was angry in life and that's how she got in the accident. Like, was she driving erratically because she was pissed at somebody? Was she trying to run somebody off the road? Or was she running from somebody uh, because she did something that was wrong? And this this yeah. is her eternal damnation for um, making that. It's like, oh, well, you know, you fucked and did this and did that, which caused you to be speeding down this road, which caused you to wreck, which caused you to die. Now, as your punishment for those things that you have done, then you will relive your death over and over and over again. That's fucking, that's bonkers. That is one of the things that scare me the most about an afterlife is thinking <laughs> about poor schmucks that end up doing stuff like that. Right. It's like we talked about it before, like uh, with the train that I covered is that it seems like it relives that train crashing over and over again for something so traumatic to happen to where it for a brief second just echoes out a, uh, an inanimate object along with the spirit, the souls of the, the right. deceased. Yeah. Because it's I mean, one thing to see a ghost, but it's a whole nother thing to see the fucking train that ended up being fucking splinters. Yeah. And the also people, it. and the people coming off of it that, that died in that crate being out there also. Right. If I remember. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't ask so, me yeah, what episode, got, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, was a good I think, one. I, I think honestly, that might've been the last one I covered. And two soft. I think I say, was I'm, the last I'm one. thinking it's like in the late 40s. Uh, you yeah. know, obviously 52 was your guys' last episode. So, what's well, uh, this? It's it's the same with uh, Alicia's train she covered. All the two. Yep. There was there was speculation that like the people haunted out there and everything. Yep. So, it's just it's it's crazy to think that something like I said could just push the existence of like that train back into existence for a brief second. Right. Cause people, num- numerous amounts of people have called about that train being like, I just saw a train derail, uh, and this and that. And then the cops and the fire trucks get out there and there's fucking nothing. Right. Right. And they're well, like, it was this kind of train. It's like, those kind of trains don't even fucking run on these tracks anymore. So what are you talking well, about? Wasn't it at the exact same time of, of the actual wreck? I mean, it, it's, yeah, a, it was usually on the anniversary. Yeah. 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 Which is crazy. And that's the one that also claimed the life of a paranormal investigator and wounded others because they were on the fucking tracks right. on the anniversary. And they're like, oh, it's the ghost train coming. And it was like, oh, wait, no, it's a real goddamn a- train. <laughs> and you're on the middle of a fucking bridge. Right, right. So it's just be careful if you're out there doing paranormal investigation. Like in this story here, we talked about putting trains on a yellow line on a bridge where a kid got fucking waylaid by a vehicle picking up a quarter right. out there. If you want to do it, do it. Be mindful of your surroundings. It's still an active bridge. There's still cars. There's still real trains. 
let's pay attention to our surroundings so we don't end up another fucking statistic or another fucking ghost haunting a bridge throwing quarters at fucking passing cars. Right, right. Yeah, you do, exactly. You know. uh, just just think of every track as an active track. Don't ever think of it as a non. Just think of all of them as active, and then you won't get yourself in trouble. And that that goes the same with other another case we covered in this specific story is if you hear that a certain place is a satanic hotspot, be mindful when you go out there mm-hmm. because you never know what what's going on out there. Other people have heard this. Other people being clan members, cultists, fucking druggies. We had a fucking conversation about a witch on, was it meth? Yeah. Or heroin or something yeah. in there? That's the last thing you want to do is stumble out on a bunch of cultists that are fucking mainlining some fucking heroin. <laughs> you're out there. You're beginning to be a paranormal hunter. You got your YouTube channel going. And the next thing you know, you're on the five o'clock news because you got thrown in a bonfire by a bunch of methed out witches. Yep. Don't be that statistic. Because then <laughs> 12 years from now, a podcast will be talking about your spirit being there, being like, I'm on fire. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Yeah, no, don't just be mindful of when you go and do these things. Always tell people you're going to do it. Always look both ways before you cross the street, paranormal or not. Right. Try to stay in the land of the living as long as possible, if you can. Well, I have a side note about this episode, and I'd like to apologize to our listeners about uh, about that little little bit of an echo uh, in uh, echo in the first half of that. Um, it comes down to an editing malfunction that I had an issue trying to find. And uh, that particular episode had a lot of editing in it. And uh, I wasn't going to go back to square one. So um, it stops about 18 minutes, the little echo problem. So, you know, if you can, it's actually kind of interesting. It does make it kind of sound kind of cool a little bit but uh, i do apologize to all of our listeners about that so please forgive me i'll 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 try to do better you missed your opportunity to spin this into a win for you you could have been like it's the acoustics in the shop <laughs> if if the rocker chick would let me build my treehouse studio oh yeah, yeah this would not be a fucking problem i it know it would have been crystal clear bouncing off you know the nice cedar walls <laughs> in my treehouse is that you the episode we got up. the I got the okay to build the treehouse from one of our listeners? You you definitely gotten you've gotten more than one email <laughs> of other people approving it. Now I, none of them hold as much sway as you know your wife. That's true. But people have tried. They, people are out there batting for you. They are. They are. They're they're coming up. They they definitely want to see it happen. So definitely what, for what? sure. You don't even have a tree on your property that you could build a fucking treehouse in. I, I there, got, there's there's. I got that this, one right there... outside the house. It, right, I was going to build it right off of the new deck. It's just going to go off of the new deck and then up, and then we're into the tree. That tree is that tree big enough? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I guess yeah. it has grown. Don't a you lot remember? Since don't I was, you remember yeah. Momo up there always hiding out in that tree? Yeah, that's fair, and it's only gotten bigger since. Absolutely. So. The the yeah. the tree that your sister built or or, or planted in the planted. backyard. Yep. That thing is now huge. It was huge yeah. uh, 15 years ago when you guys were here. Well, that's true. 12 years ago. Uh, I think it's been more than 12 years, right? I was here. I think 12. We were 2012, just celebra- 2013. We were just celebrating the Rocker Chick's so- 40th birthday. Because remember, you guys had to leave before the big party. 
and you yeah, were and yeah, you were you. mad. You wanted to stay for the party. <laughs> yeah, because and I know I can say this because my nana doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. She doesn't even know what a podcast is. We're gonna go drive to Kentucky to stay a night to go see my nana. It made no sense. That woman was moving. She was going to be moving to fucking Texas in like two months from then. And be like, let's stay for the party at the, at the relatives that I don't ever see. Oh, and you, just it my- was a good one too. Let me tell you. Yeah, I know. We got, I got, I got <laughs> fucked. I got fucked. I ended up just going to, we ate it like a fucking Charlie's or something like that. And like my Nana said, all of like maybe two paragraphs of words to us, the whole fucking really? 24 hours we were there. Oh, <laughs> it was my car too. I should have just been like, nah, we're staying. We're staying one more Deal day. Just one that's, more day. It's ironic too. Cause my sister doesn't have a relationship at all with my Nana now down here. And she's the one that made me go to her fucking house. So. Oh, yeah. You can't win them all. No, you can't. You can't win them all. I didn't get to stay for a party, and you don't get a fucking treehouse studio. I know. know? God. The world's just not fair. It's not. It's not fair. But But this, that was was it for the month of February. I guess technically this is a shorter month. It is. It is. So we got. I always forget that. Yeah, we got the four episodes, one of which was a Saturday. And we did actually play into, uh, remember, we, we, um, uh, went a week later for January because yeah, we would have uh, had a January one of this month if yeah. I wouldn't have gotten sick. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's all good. We're 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 right on schedule. We uh, we talked about four episodes and uh, and uh, we talked about my uh, inadequacy of editing apparently. So there is it one happens. more thing. There is one more thing that I want to throw out. I want to congratulate. One of our longtime listeners, and I, I, I don't know if he still listens. I have not heard from him in a while, but he has been a guest on on Two Stop. Um, he did an episode. Uh, uh, what he did a, a chiller filler with us, I do believe, uh, with uh, the Team no, Boozers. I, th- I think he did. Did he? I thought. It, I thought. Oh yeah, he did the chiller filler, and then Mason did. The Mason did the other, other side. side. Yeah. Gotcha. But, yep. Congratulations to longtime listener ISO Cam. Uh, you, like I said, you, I know he did a chiller filler with us uh, um, a few months ago. Um, Been in October, I yeah. believe. Uh, just had his baby girl today. Nice, and I'm so happy for him. I know that we uh, he uh, talked about it on the call, guys, about you know expecting the child and. And then the car accident, I think we talked about that a little bit on the chiller filler and, and all that stuff, but, uh, um, everything looks good. And so congratulations. I, so man, uh, we're so Absolutely. happy for you. Welcome to fatherhood. My friend, get excited. It's Strap only, in. only downhill from here. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I dealt with. I dealt with so, Oh my goodness. I said, I know it's at the end of the pod, but like, I forgot to vent about this at the beginning. I, I dealt with back-to-back school issues with my kids last week. Oh, fun. Oh, man. It was a fucking nightmare. I was at work, and I get a call from uh, – and people that are parents will get this. Uh, I get a call from – and it comes up on my phone as vice principal. And I'm like, oh, boy. Which one of my kids did something <laughs> heinous? Because I've got I've got one that's in pre-K out there, and the other's in first grade. So my money's on the first grader uh-huh. for the most part if it's coming from the vice principal. Because the pre-kers teacher will usually email me, and I get on the phone with the the 
the vice principal who I've never talked to. And I get on the phone and this woman sounds like she's 20. And I come to find out later that she is in her early 20s and uh, she is Pentecostal. And uh, she has my daughter in the office. And uh, she was like, we have Essie in the office because we've had a problem with her language. And I'm like, oh, great. All right. So what did, what word did she say that dad says that she shouldn't be saying? Right, right, yeah. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. And then this lady begins to tell me, like, hey, she was at lunch. She's sitting at the tables at lunch. And everybody that's been to a lunchroom knows what it's like. It's like a bench, basically. Right. There's people sitting on the other side of you. And apparently some girl was swinging her feet under the table and kicked my daughter in her junk. Oh. Yeah. So we've taught my daughter uh, that if anybody touches you there, albeit an accident, on purpose, whatever, you say, hey, that's my, and I'm going to say it, people deal with it, we're, grow, we're grownups, vagina. Like, that's my <laughs> vagina. You touch this, you shouldn't do that, and make people aware. We taught our kids this. So our kids don't end up being a fucking statistic. Right. Uh, and so my daughter, when she got kicked there, told the girl like, Hey, you kicked me in my vagina. Don't do that. And then but proceeded to tell the teacher. And my daughter is like me. She fucking rambles. So when she's telling the teacher, she was like, she kicked me in my vagina. She's not supposed to touch people's vagina. You're not supposed to hit people in their vaginas or penises. <laughs> like she's just telling her. Right. So then this prince, this vice principal proceeds to take my daughter to the office and treat her like she is in trouble for calling her private parts what she's supposed to right and making the teacher aware that somebody touched her in it so she calls me and she uh, she's like this and that and i was like so why is she in trouble and she's like well it's uh it's not words we use around here and i was like those are the words i was like you're in elementary school you got to have a health class there what does the health teacher call them I was like, she was like, it's weird. It's, it's odd for a, a first grader to know those words. And I was like, no, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't teach my kids some goofy ass word for her junk. Right, right. I taught her the real thing. So people don't get confused if she has an issue and needs to tell somebody something. But she was like, well, I think she's understand what she did. Cause she seems really upset. And I was like, she shouldn't be upset. She shouldn't be in trouble. She didn't do nothing bad. I was like, and I, and this is, I said this verbatim. I said, and I'm sorry again, listeners, <laughs> Verbatim, I said, I'm I'm on a forklift, mind you, and I'm frustrated because I thought my kid was in trouble. Now I found out my kid's getting in trouble for something she shouldn't be. Right. Uh, and this all boils down to this is this lady's views on things, and it's something that made her uncomfortable. And so I, I verbatim say, I was like, now I would understand if this girl accidentally kicked my daughter in the junk, and my daughter said, hey, don't kick me in my snatch or some <laughs> other for that. That I'd get. Call me then. And I say this to this lady that I find out's Pentecostal much later on from right, the girl's right. grandmother. Uh, and I was like, but she said what she's supposed to. She said the medical term for right. it. She wasn't screaming it. She was just saying it. So if it ever goes around to the other thing, give me a call. And she was like, I'm not trying to upset you. And I was like, clearly I've upset you. So I'm just going to get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then sure as shit, not even an hour later, my pre-Kers teacher emails me. Oh my. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck now? And she was like, I don't want to concern you, but Sabrina has been freaking out all day. Uh, because she says there is a killer elephant that is coming to kill me. Basically, she's telling the teacher there's a killer elephant coming to kill her teacher. Oh. And she and she's upset because she likes her teacher oh. and doesn't want the killer elephant to kill her. So she's like, So I don't know if this is something Sabrina watched on TV at home. Or, or a dream she had. And I was like, well, sure shit isn't what she watched at home because they watch PBS at home. And I'm pretty sure Big Bird or Arthur 
isn't teaching her about a killer elephant. <laughs> unless Snuffleupagus is yeah, unless Snuffleupagus <laughs> went rogue, it ain't it ain't fucking happening on Sesame Street. Right, so, right. so I tell Kayla, I was like, "This is what you're going to deal with when the kids walk through the door. We got a killer elephant on one side and a kid getting punished for saying vagina on the other. Let the one know she did nothing wrong. Figure out what the fuck happened to the other one where she thinks an elephant's out here trying to kill her teacher." And sure as shit, it was uh, Essie helped fill us in on that one. It was kids on the bus, and unfortunately, they all share a bus with older kids. Right. So there was some kid somewhere telling stories about a killer elephant, and it freaked her out. And she thought it was going to come get her fucking teacher. So. Oh man! All of, all all within two hours of each other. All in one day. <laughs> did I did I mention that I'm an empty nester and I don't have to worry about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah life yeah. is life is good that way. Just wait. They're, they will get a little bit older, and then their parents will be like, "Listen, this happened. I can't get out of work. Can you go get your grandkid because of this?" <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know. Skyler's pretty good about being able to uh, break free and go take care of that stuff if if anything happens. So um, I don't know that. Well, I don't know. He, we don't really talk about that. I just enjoy yeah. the grandkids, and uh, when I get to see them, and. Um, yeah, go from there. So <laughs> long story short, I, so good luck. Oh, absolutely, buddy. Congratulations. We're so happy for you. Um, we look forward to seeing more pictures. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he was tagged in the post. That's what I tried to send you. Uh, okay, yeah. that was just, uh, it was the post that, that came out on Facebook. Um, I sent it to you. I sent it to Logan or I sent it to Colton and I sent it to, uh, Gunner. So I don't know. I haven't heard whether uh, I think Colton IM me back and said he had saw it. So you were the only yeah, one so that I, couldn't open it. It was some for some weird ass reason. Yeah, I got so when people send me links to Facebook shit for some reason when I click on it, my Facebook always just takes me in my feed. So I don't weird. Know. It might because I don't I don't I don't follow ISO, so maybe it just doesn't. Right. Right. It's right. not on there. It I could very well be. Could very well be. All right, guys. Well, that is the February review. You know, the greatest month of the year, February. Yes. I know that a few of our listeners have birthdays in February. And now ISO Cam's daughter is born in February. So now it does make it the best month of the year. <laughs> That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Nice. Um. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you uh, hope you got a lot of stuff out of it. We talked about a lot of different things tonight. We did. Today, absolutely. So, uh, kind of covered the gauntlet. But uh, we want to know what you think. Uh, the United States Paranormal at gmail.com. Uh, just entitle it The Other Side, Logan Needs Love. And yep, please uh, and thank you. <laughs> he, he wants you to email him. He wants to, Listen. He wants to talk to you. Listen, I lost my I lost my car I've had for like thirteen years. Uh-huh. My 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 kids are getting in trouble at school. I need some emails. <laughs> I need something. He just needs a little support and a little love, guys. Come on. Hook him up. Yeah, just 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 it's easy. Just drop a line. The United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. And if you can't do that, at least go look at some t shirts. Yeah. Maybe go buy you a glass. Oh. Or a hat. Anything. We've got a wide variety of selections out there. So, you know, you pick and choose what you want. Dude, we got some posters. We got prints. Oh, yeah. I was checking it out today. I was looking it over uh, and uh, always amazed at all the amount of great art that we have on there in T-shirt or sweatshirt form. Um, 
tank tops. Uh, the rocker chick just got uh, several tank tops for our anniversary because that's what she wanted. So I bought her some stuff out of the store and uh, and yeah. So go check it out. The United States Paranormal dot com. Uh, just click on the uh, merch link and uh, you'll find everything you want to look at right there. And uh, come on, pick up a T-shirt. Come on. We need to get healthy empire. Need to get a sophisticated picture of me, like sitting in a dark room with candles and books, where and I'm gonna get my picture on the website too. You're like a, you're like an author taking a picture for the back of their book. That's what we need. One of those sophisticated pictures, <laughs> tasteful. Well, you know, you have a very talented girlfriend. I'm sure she could get that picture taken care of for you. Uh, I'm sure she could figure it out. Now, <laughs> how much nudity are we allowed to get away with on our own website? On our own website, I suppose. Yeah. I, I mean, let's not go too. Let's not go too crazy. Okay, so no full Burt Reynolds. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, no Burt. Burt. No. No, <laughs> no spreading ham for the camera. I no, got it. No, I got uh, it. Let's not go that far. But hey, hey, you know Patreon. You know if you want it, and get it out there. There's that'll be the highest. Uh, that'll be the highest of tears right there. Yep, yep. <laughs> It'd be a one-time. Uh, sorry, guys, I got this tickle in the back of my throat. I'm trying to work through it, so I'm a little off. I can make an air freshener like the cam girl. You know, if <laughs> my knees like as close to behind my ears as I can get, I'm not that flexible. Uh, I could try. You don't even want to see me try. I'd fall over and break something. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. You don't want to throw out your back in that position. Oh. You imagine the paramedics trying to come in and take you out on that one? Yeah, that'd be rough. We don't need that. Uh, Jay, what exactly were you trying to do? Uh, just getting a picture for Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to get those likes and follows, man. Got to get them. Got to get them. Uh, anything else we need to cover before we get out of here? And I think that's it. Just be ready for the Patreon to drop April 1st. April this is 1st. not April. <laughs> this still, is February. February. This is February. So I April 1st, Patreon's coming. Content's being made. Pon- content has been made. Yep. So it's it's going to be lock, stocked, and loaded. So. It is, absolutely. I need to finish up uh, getting it completely put together and ready for launch. And uh, that was on my list to do this week. And so... I got a couple more days of my vacation here, so we want to get it done. But listen, also, uh, like we were talking about emails beforehand, folks. Um, listen, you could always you you could type out your email. You could do what I do with the call guys. You want to send a, a voice recording? Send a voice recording over. <laughs> call call the hotline. Absolutely. But but if you're going to reach out uh, vocally and you're not going to sign off with Baba Booey, don't waste my time. <laughs> Baba Booey. Great. Story. I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Well, let's get out of here. So um, go ahead. Take us out. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I know the thoughts of the other side is terrifying, but you know what? Sleep well at night, knowing that there's nothing there waiting for you except for me and Golden Jay on the other side. Later. Spooky noise. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the United States of Paranormal. Check us out at theunitedstatesofparanormal.com or at any other of our social media pages. At Twitter, at T-O-S-O-P-P-O-D. At Instagram, at the United States of Paranormal. Or Facebook, at the United States of Paranormal. Or YouTube, 
at the United States of Paranormal 1795. Please check out our other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network. The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, The Golden 80s, Murd Nerds, and A Court of Books and Booze. And if you have a location you would like us to check into or a creepy story that you would love to tell us, please email us at theunitedstatesofparanormal at gmail.com. Please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen.